tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a full paneled Revenge Woo! After Show here Yay! on AfterBuzz TV. Oh my God, it's like a miracle is happening. <laughs> Hi, uh, be nice. Uh, man, if you're new to the show and you haven't subscribed yet, go over to youtube.com slash AfterBuzz TV. Subscribe, rate, comment, follow along. You guys have been great. Uh, you know, we're closing in on the season finale. So much to discuss. Uh, let's start with Britta Garso. Introduce yourself. You are new. I am. I'm so excited to be here. I love this show. I'm Britta Garso. You can find me on Twitter at Britta underscore Garso. She is one half of the Wonder Twins. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and we have Tina Cat back. Hey, guys. I missed you. I'm sorry that, um, you know, I, I've missed a couple of episodes and... <laughs> You know, just stuff happens in life, and you gotta roll with the punches. But I'm know. back, Phil. I'm back. I know you missed me so she much. She is back, and of course, <laughs> we have Roxy Stryer. Hi, guys. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer, and I'm really excited to be here. And I missed you guys over the hiatus, and I'm happy that Phil is no longer gonna complain to us about not having co-hosts. <laughs> Although you guys loved me doing a solo show, so that was great to hear. You Thank really you for did. The- you got a lot of good comments. I listened to your show, and you did a good job. I will say that. Thank you. I appreciate Begrudgingly, that. Begrudgingly, I will say it. <laughs> um, well, tonight we definitely have a lot more revenge than romance, um, lots to discuss, but I want to start here. Last week, we got a whole reshuffling of alliances. We got Victoria and Lyman. It was all going great. Within the first minute, it all goes to hell. We had a lot of reshuffling in this episode, too, actually. We did. They're, they're trying to mess yeah. with us. Mm-hmm. Really, since the hiatus, they really are like, this is what you think's happening. Ha <laughs> Wrong. Like, just completely whatever you think is, is it's going to switch around. So I wasn't surprised that we started this episode on our butts. But but it's like Lyman sucks as a lawyer. All this well, build-up to him. He looks like he's 12. Like, I, how long has he really been doing this? And I never, yeah, I never thought, oh, yes, he's definitely going to go in there and win this. <laughs> like, there, it wasn't going to happen that easily for Victoria. Like, you had to just know that. Yeah. And does he suck as a lawyer? I mean, he got all this information. Then Victoria's kind of the one who ruined it by serving the papers too early. And also, how long has he been working with Margot? Because maybe he lost on purpose because he had, like, a oh, greater that's true. plan. I yeah. really, I don't know if he does suck or not. No, we'll never know. Well, or we will next week. <laughs> Maybe. By the way, I was co- speaking of being completely wrong. I was completely wrong about Natalie. I said she could be a good character. I gave her so much benefit oh, of the really? doubt. I never liked her. I knew she was a bad egg. Yeah, Here's I knew the- there was something like she wasn't just going to show up and be like this nice new girl. Like but, but, you knew something. No nice girls really come no. to the Hamptons. No, but, but but my argument <laughs> they was do, that then we they turn bad. Yeah. I like the Hamptons. <laughs> we as a panel disagreed about Louise for the longest time, and now with the exception of Britta, I could say we all like Louise. Yeah, love yeah. her. I She's don't, like the best character. I just feel like she could disappear and I'd be totally fine with that. I feel like she just doesn't bring a lot to the table. That doesn't mean that you think she's evil, though. No, no. I just don't 
really like her character as much as I like other characters. Fair enough. Well, that's I, I was applying the same logic to Natalia. Natalia. In that, Natalie, in that mm-hmm. regard of, of just being misunderstood. Clearly I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The way she went about the whole situation was so manipulative. From the second we knew that she was married to this guy who was about to die, who happened to have millions, I mean... I don't really give people like that the benefit of the doubt. There are people that that happens and they actually were in love, and I do feel bad for them, but 99% of the time, come on. And they weren't even married for that long. It was just brief, so it was really hard to believe that they were actually in love. And then we hear what she actually did, and oh my God. It's way worse than anybody could have pictured. She's she's probably one of the most evil that we've come across. Definitely. More evil than Victoria. I was going to say that, yeah. If there was a great grandfather, she would have slept with him too. Too. Yeah, just <laughs> the Grayson man. Okay, so household. I was kind of confused because I felt like it all played out so fast. So she was with Conrad, right? Right. And yes. Then, and then he was with Lydia after her. Was so that the, it? The reason that Lydia came up was that Lydia had the same watch, and David recognized the watch, so he knew it was a watch from Conrad. Okay. And so that was the only reason her name was brought up. I don't know timeline wise whether yeah. it was Natalie then Lydia or Lydia then Natalie or what. I think that Conrad probably had many girlfriends at the same yeah, time definitely. in many different states. And, <laughs> and she was just one of them. And Lydia could have been alive or dead at this point. That's I mean, true. Lydia can be alive or dead at any point. Yeah. <laughs> you never know with her. Pretty much. She's Indeed. back from the dead. Well, what do you guys think about Victoria trying to help David in this respect? It, I don't feel like she, that's actually what she was doing. It was a side note, and it just so happened that she could help him, but if... Her money was not on the line here. If there's nothing at stake for her, I don't think she would have tried to swoop in and save David. I, I don't agree. think so, yeah. Because we, we don't believe that she actually is capable of loving somebody in that kind of way. Or I'll speak for myself. I don't believe that. I don't know about you. I don't think so, especially after he tried to kill her. Yeah. I just think <laughs> that Casual. I mean, there's no coming back from that. So. You don't know. You don't know what kind of... I mean, it is revenge, so you never really know what could happen in this show. Mm -hmm. I do think if she ever has a chance at loving anybody in the way that we as humans are familiar with people loving people, Mm -hmm. that it will be David. Yeah. I do think that he is her best shot. But remember that artist that she dated? Mm -hmm. I felt like she really loved him. But what about uh, Le Marchal? Oh, yeah, that's right. Pascal. Yeah, Pascal. Yeah, what about yeah. him? I think she truly loved him, but he's dead, so it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. But you think that she loved him more than she loves David? Or loved David at any point? Well, it's it's such a different situation because of what happened with David and Victoria and Conrad back Flight 197. You know, all of that stuff. Kind of, I think, maybe if that didn't happen... She would have stayed with David and he would have been her true love or whatever. But because of all that, it kind of made it, like, skewed for her and him to, like, really have true love. We do talk about in tonight's episode, one of the themes was always remembering your first love. Mm -hmm. And he kind of did come before anybody else for her. Uh, uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Was there somebody... I mean, she was pregnant when she was young, but Well, besides Conrad, I don't know if she ever really loved Conrad, but he would have been the first. Yeah, I don't feel like she didn't. I think Conrad is kind of like her not even in the the positive sense, but knight in shining armor as far as her life was not very good. And then she married him and obviously you know, her life changed. But I don't think it was true love. That it was more kind of like I'm sure she 
loved him a little bit at first when they were young, but it was kind of more like he was helping her and her life was going to get better with him. She loved you know? the lifestyle that came yeah. with him. Yeah. Well, it's like she talked about, I love that line last week. It made me laugh um, when she's sitting there talking to Natalie and Natalie's saying, my life was so poor before, was so sad before I met him. And she was like, well, of course it was because you were poor. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I guess once you're rich, life's all good. Right. But at least that's her mindset. Yeah. Not mine. Yeah. yeah that's hers. Yeah. Making it clear. Oh my God, so many fans at home right now are like, oh, Roxy, what no, did you just say? No, we're all broke and happier than can be. Right? Our lives are a lot I mean, less complicated than theirs. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh my God, for sure. Absolutely. And no money, no problems. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. I just think that Victoria, we look at her as this villain, and yes, she's done a million bad things before, but when you compare her to somebody like Natalie, who's capable of actually starving somebody until they're so weak and about to die and they're and we find that victoria was trying to call her she doesn't get through because natalie's turning down the calls and whatever somebody who's capable of that is a whole different level victoria's some some pretty bad things too but that's like a whole different level because victoria actually feels like when she ruined david's life she really felt bad about it forever and i feel like natalie obviously didn't even have any feelings about starving and killing this man. When yeah. she ripped her shirt, I was like, what, why would she do that? Like, was yeah. that like a sexy thing? And See, then, okay, I just well, I, 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 As soon as she did that, I knew right yeah. from the... Um, well, because the telecast to me the was interview. like, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It made like, no you don't sense. know him. What do you mean that he's got this dark... Th- like, they literally hadn't had any conversations. Yeah. So I was with you that that was a really strange interview. And she that was like the worst acting of, um, you know, help me. Help no, me. David, stop. <laughs> Ow, you are hurting me. Yeah. Ouch. But I think that that is not the actress's fault. I think it was the worst acting from the character, you mean. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Not her as an actress, but I'm like, if you're trying to convince someone of rape... Yeah, like, or whatever, abuse. Just, yeah, just just be a little bit more convincing. All right, I'm also confused with something. Was David working with Victoria to set her up and record this, or was David just happy that Victoria happened to have yeah, done this? Yeah, I think Victoria did it on her own. I don't think she discussed it with him. His time. face looked confused when Victoria popped out. He yeah. was like, hmm. Yeah, like, thank God she was there, but why was she there? Right, because we saw when she came to the house, he wasn't saying, he wasn't um, saying, yeah, okay, let me join in on this plan. Mm-hmm. So unless they had a conversation in between these times, I feel like they weren't working together. Right, yeah, and he didn't, so. hear, he didn't hear the interview that Natalie gave where he, she was basically incriminating him. So, yeah, unless he spoke to Victoria in between that interview and then, which, why would they not show that to us? Yeah. Um, I think it was probably... Yeah. Just a coincidence that... I think, like, Victoria heard the interview that Natalie gave and knew she was up to something, so then decided to, like, follow her around a little yeah, bit. I think so, too. Any last thoughts on uh, on Victoria and David? I don't think they're... They're certainly not going to end up together, and... Um, no. And it's going to be what it is after this episode. Well, I, feel I don't like, know about that. I don't really? Think, I don't yeah. think they'll get together, but I feel like maybe they'll be more amicable going forward. Yeah. Oh, and not try to murder each other anymore. Yeah. Anything is more amicable than that. Yeah, so, basically. I don't know. I feel like this show has been setting us up from season one so that if David ever did come back, him and Victoria would See, be See, I don't think so. I think that the show has been setting us up for David and Emily to start a new life together. Hmm. 
And neither of them Some had Jack. anybody romantic. Hopefully Jack. But I think the storyline centers around Emily and David because the whole thing started with her about caring about her father and yeah. imagining his death. I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they do work together. At least she's gained a little bit of his trust based on the fact that she just recorded this and saved his butt. Yeah, definitely. Because otherwise, I was so annoyed when I didn't think that she recorded it because imagine the director in the show would have gone in Mm -hmm. if now he's on trial again for did he abuse her or what's going on? Like, seriously? I'm done. How many times is this guy going to get set up? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So I was so happy that we just, like, nipped it in the butt right away because if we went down that path... That I don't want that kind of revenge. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Well, speaking of, uh, you know, a- after Victoria broke up with her lawyer, Lyman, Lyman is now kind of working with Margot, and he's trying to get into. Is it, the- was it after? Do we know that for fact, or was she working with Lyman for a while? Like, what is the timeline? All we that? know is he's not working for her anymore. Right. But I was confused. So I'm like. You said that he could have lost the case on purpose, but since Victoria and Margot are so close, I don't think that he would do that to Victoria, because even if he was working with Margot, or that she would do that to Victoria. Yeah, I don't don't think who would do. Like, so he could have lost the case for Victoria on purpose, but if Victoria knew that or Margot knew that he did that, I don't think she would let him because they're so close, Victoria and Margot. Right. So I don't think he lost it on purpose, but then maybe after the fact started working with Margot. But you don't know with Margot because Margot and Jack are close and she's willing That's to true. throw him under the bus. Yeah. I mean, this is the grandmother of her child, so you mm-hmm. would think there would be a different kind of connection. But Margot is the character I'm most afraid of right now because That's we true. just don't know what the heck she's capable of. Yep. She's so just, you have no idea what she's going to do. Right. You know, it's kind of like, like that since the day she was introduced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very. I can't think. Of, there's like a word, a perfect word that I want to say to describe her. I can't think of it. But she's just kind of all over the place as far as like emotions and. It's not scatterbrained. No, but, yeah, but it's just, like she's almost like not impulsive, but up and down, moody. Like I don't yeah. know what she's gonna do next, which right. is why it makes me really nervous like that unpredictable. she's unpredictable. Right yeah. mm-hmm. now, we always thought that the person who would take down Emily, if there was going to be one, would be Conrad or would be Victoria. Mm-hmm. Now it's not going to be Conrad for obvious reasons, and Victoria, I feel like, is out of the running. And all of a sudden, here's this Margot girl who's literally about to tear all everybody's life apart. And it's like, how, like what? Where did you even come from? Yeah. Like, how did you even get to this place? And how did she? Uh, I'm interested to see what's going to happen next week because how could she come to the fact, like, she's pregnant. She has a baby growing inside her, but she's okay with having Jack's kid being taken away from him. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I, that's really, really, like, cold-hearted for her. Absolutely. And supposedly that's the time in your life when you are the most compassionate, when you are pregnant, you have all these emotions going through you, and you're thinking about having a kid, whatever it is. And she does sit there last week, and she talks with Jack, and she says, you know, I, when's the last time you did something unpredictable or whatever it is? And like, I really feel like they connected, and I felt like she... But, but he lied to her, remember? Con- about yeah, but she the didn't bracelet. know at the time. About the, the yeah, the she found out about the bracelet. And she said, you know, you've made you've made your friends. He only lied to her if she was going to go through with that. The bracelet wouldn't have been a lie if she didn't try to get into that computer because nothing would have happened. Mm-hmm. What he said, the words he said were not lies. You know, he wasn't trying to like deceive her. He was saying, "I'm here for you." And Jack stopped his friends from doing something even worse. I really felt like he was there for her. Mm-hmm. But she just with like the straightest face of all time is like me too, and is just completely stabbing him in the back. I just think it's crazy how she's taking, like, not a small thing. Obviously, Daniel died 
but she's making it this huge thing, trying to ruin everyone's lives. And she knows the story. She knows that he was just trying to protect Emily, not like Emily did anything intentional to hurt him. People's so lives that aren't even relevant to yeah. this. Like, nobody you've even met before. Yeah, exactly. And she could could easily just go down the route that Victoria is taking now that she's got getting her money back. She's going to use it towards the Daniel Grayson Foundation and try to restore his name that way, which is like completely out of left field for Victoria. You would expect her to be doing the stuff that Margot is. But like Margot just can't let it go and can't move on and can't try to like, I don't know. I agree with you. I think that she's involving people that don't need to be involved. Is there any saving her at this point? Like, is there anybody who could say something or anyone who could convince her that... Victoria was the one that would have done it. Yeah, Victoria's the only one she trusts. Well, it's not that even... You know, Victoria was the one that tried it, and, you know, she's lying to Victoria. Mm -hmm. You know, she said, I've given this up, and and Victoria said, you know, I am proud of you for dropping it. Yeah. Which clearly is not the case. And, and, you know, by involving people like Lyme and all these other people, I, you know... I feel like the more sh- people that she feels like she involves, the better. So because then it, the, the the chances of the secret going out are much greater to the point that Lyman's Lyman's dead. Right, and what she was trying—I mean, maybe that would be the thing that stops her when somebody actually ends up getting hurt. That's maybe true. she'll wake up and be like, "Uh oh, this is more than." But she doesn't. It doesn't seem like that in the previews. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so I doubt it. But if there was anything, somebody dying—that's the ultimate. Yeah. I mean, if she's not willing to lose Daniel, but other people's lives she doesn't care about, that says something about her. What? So what exactly was she looking for from Lyman? She wanted... Um, Just secrets from Nolan's computer. Yeah, but, On the, like, flash drive. Right, that's what she, he goes in to get, but what is she thinking she's going to find? She's just trying well, to get false, Certainly the fault, right, tonight we the falsified the, the, the birth certificate. And so if, if he's able to hack and, and do all these various things... He's got quite a few of these files on hand. Yeah. Yeah. And he's known to be a hacker, so he's got to have something. I don't, I felt like a few weeks ago, I really stood up for Lyman thinking that he didn't have anything to do with Louise's delusions and the medication. It was all the mom. And now I'm confused on whether he was really this horrible guy all along or whether he is just a bad brother. I think it's so simple it's just about the money that's all he cares about because he wants to continue his campaign and so he will go to extreme lengths whatever the costs may be to continue his campaign and you know do what he needs to do for himself he obviously doesn't care about louise or anyone for that matter but as long as he's getting the money and being able to get funded and continue his campaign. I think that's all that, that he's focused on. Louise is looking for something to do. Do you think that there's any chance now she would, like, take over his campaign trail and try to run herself? Because I feel like she's like, I, oh, babysitting, oh, all this, no one's so busy. I don't think she would just because it would totally get out that she was in, like, a mental hospital. And I just think that's kind of, like, setting herself up to fail. I guess, but m- maybe she could just kind of... Have a purpose then? Yeah. I feel like she needs a purpose. She's making mistakes and messing up because she literally, like, has nothing to do to exist. She needs a baby, I think. She seems to love them. Yeah. (laughs) Margo? No. No. Um, Louise. Louise needs a baby. Because she loves babies. Oh, well, she should totally take care of Carl. Yeah. She should be the nanny or something. Well, now she's got her own daycare. Yeah. So that's... But we don't know what's going to happen with Carl. For all we know, that he's going to go into foster care. 
You know, after there, there is what happens zero tonight. way. First of all, this uh, whatever's going on with this breathalyzer situation is outrageous. <laughs> yeah. Like we just saw him come from work. Unless he's ripping shots behind the bar, which we know he's but not he doing. But he cheered with orange juice. Yeah, yeah but that was yeah. orange juice. Yeah, yeah. So unless he's doing something that we're unaware of, which he's definitely not, he's sober. So obviously he's getting set up here, which means that some form of policemen are in on this. He's, they're going to get caught. There's well, no didn't way. he say that all of the the whole bureau like hates him or whatever? Well, because yeah, because yeah. he left, so he certainly doesn't have a good standing reputation, and, and uh, his right, p- so band like doesn't have. Right, so called those guys and said, "Hey, I'll give you this much money if you fake this and say pull mm-hmm. Jack over." Blah blah blah. Like, of course, if they're you know yep. rogue cops or whatever you call them, um, beat cops. Like, remember how the it. chief of police though was in under Victoria's wing? Yeah, oh, I'm just thinking that probably he had his people and Margo knew some of his people, whatever. I don't know if she just made, like, a, a cold call and was like, who wants to take no, the money no. for this? I'm sure she... just yeah. some sort of in. Yeah, definitely. What I didn't get was when Ben and Emily showed up, why Ben didn't intervene. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, because I'm like... He's a police officer. Right, and he, I'm sure he knows all those guys. But yeah. at the same time, he's... He, well, you know, they were taking him in fast, but plus he's off-duty. You know but what I mean? still, I just felt like he could have done something. He probably said, what's going on here? You know, it was He just probably weird. just didn't want to interfere in a situation that he had no idea what was actually happening in. And after the fact, I do think he'll be able to help out. But yeah. during, like, jump, it's like jumping into a fire and you have no idea what the surroundings are, who's inside. He, he just probably wants to gather up information. But I definitely think he's going to go have Jack's back. Yeah. Because at the beginning of them being partners, he really didn't have his back. But by the end, I feel like he, he really did. Although he is sleeping with Emily, so. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, but at but the same time, ben he's going to help her. Because when they were in the car in that scene and, you know, they were talking about the first loves and she said Jack and he's like, wait, Jack was... And then she's Jack like, no, Jack. Sure. He knows but, that they slept together. Okay, or so he, he w- knows they, they that they together. had feelings for... Or well, at least Jack had feelings for I don't think he knows the extent said, of it. Remember okay. what Jack said to him when they were first were partners and, and Ben was like, I think I'm going to try to ask this girl out and Jack was like, hold off. Like, I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out my own stuff there. So he knows something. I don't okay. think he knows what, but he definitely knows it's something. It's weird he hasn't asked her, though. That yeah. He, yeah, well, because she's never been willing to tell him I much of anything. True. But yeah. he just opened up about his ex-wife, told To a her, degree. To a yeah. degree, until she found out the real truth. And she opened up, too, about Aiden. She did, yeah. But it's weird, because they're talking about how you never lose feelings for those people, and Aiden is dead, but yeah. his ex-wife is alive, yeah. and yeah. they're going to see her. And he blatantly, like, admits to having feelings. But that brought closer. That's when the hand reached... Well, she's not a jealous girl, so she handled that well, but I'm going to be perfectly honest, I don't consider myself particularly jealous, but if I'm driving in a car with my the guy that I'm dating and we're going to see his ex... To protect he, his ex. To from, go protect yeah. his ex, yeah. and he admits to always having feelings for her, that's going to be like a conversation. Oh, yeah. definitely. Like, I agree. I'm not going to just be like, yeah, cool, no worries, bro. To like, be fair, uh, you could make yeah. anything a conversation. That's true. That's true. But that no, should I be agree. a conversation. Right. It was weird that they kind of just brushed it off. Which shows she really doesn't care about their relationship. Yeah, that's that true. As of yet. Mm-hmm. I actually do think that they would make a good couple. It is just so early life. on. Because they're a good team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are. They made Tina a good Kapp team tonight. called it since the beginning. <laughs> I'm so happy. Uh, you know who's the best team? Emily and Aiden. But that didn't work out. 
True. But like, I did like them together. Yeah, they were amazing. And it's, I'm so torn at this point. First of all, we don't know how many seasons Revenge is going to go for. And second of all, it's like this show set us up to want Jack and Emily. That's what they wanted us mm-hmm. to want from the beginning, right? Showing us their whole backstory, having them as kids. But then we get introduced to Aiden, and he's like, incredible and you're like uh i'm sorry should she be with aiden or should she be with daniel because daniel was kind of great too at that time the beginning yes right before and she kind of ends up screwing him over and no he doesn't end up being the best guy but he does save her in the end and aiden dies and daniel dies and then if she's with jack is it just a consolation prize or now there's this guy that we haven't even seen and we're on the fourth season and now is he gonna be the one it's just like i really don't maybe she should just end up alone because I don't know anymore. The only reason I want her... To, I mean, I really... I love Jack. I just, like, really love him. But the only reason I want her to be with him is because I felt like he's such a normal guy that can ha- give her a normal life that she deserves and probably wants, like, deep down. I don't feel like she wants that, though. Because really? if she wanted that, I feel like she could have had it. Or maybe she just doesn't know she wants well, it. Well, I feel like Aiden wouldn't... Like, a life with him wouldn't have been normal or with Daniel. But maybe normal isn't what she's looking for. Like at that one point when Aiden was like, "Let's just leave and let's run away together and yeah. let's go." But to they were going to go, yeah, right? She could have done that. She could have done that, and that would have been like perfect. Yeah, but, but she weren't didn't. they going to go? Weren't they? Yeah, yeah they yeah, were. They were. Yeah, but then so they didn't. She did want to go. Yeah, but you like you're saying it never would have been normal with Aiden. It still would have been like exciting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And I'm not saying I'm against Emily and Jack because I do. So part of me wants them to end up together because mm-hmm. I wanted that since day one. But there's just been so many. But what about the fact that, okay, so Ben says, you know, uh, April wanted something more, something less predictable. Right. And so is Ben predictable? I'm I, Clearly not in terms of Emily and what's happening today. Um, I, He also said, she said it was 10 years ago. I think when you're young, mm-hmm. what You're predictable? Means, no, no, no. As, as a 20-year-old, you're, you're more. All, that's not at all what I was just going to say. I think when you're young, what you want is like the bad boy or the guy that you feel like is going to go do something crazy for you or is intense and you're up and you're down and it's not necessarily good or healthy but it is like exciting and you're crying and you're screaming and you're loving and whatever it is so I think what she was saying is he wasn't that intense Mm -hmm. and I think as you get older and you actually realize what makes you happy maybe it's not somebody who's throwing things at you and then the next moment like loving yeah like their relationship probably would have worked out if it was later in life right that's what i kind of gathered from yeah. it yeah maybe not but it would have had a better shot for sure yeah because she came back to him and said like hey now i'm with this guy and i'm scared and that's what she thought she wanted but clearly she didn't and there's somewhere in between too i well, kind of feel like emily will get bored with jack like it's maybe too normal for her you know what I mean? I feel like she's never had a normal life, though. I really think she'd enjoy it. <laughs> because ever be- since she was little, she was in um, Juvie. Yeah. So, I mean, she's never had a normal life. I know, but that's what makes me think, like, she's just so used to it. And especially as of late, with all the revenge in the past, you know, however many years she's been doing this. That's true. What would it even look like, a life with Jack? Like, she would... Like the Jack, they own a bar. Jack and Carl <laughs> and Emily would like chill on the beach and tan or they something. They might get a new dog. A yeah. new Sammy. A new Sammy. Yeah. I, I mean, Danny. Sammy, right? Danny Sammy. would be the dog. The oh. new dog's name oh, would be Danny. Danny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, if it was a boy or a girl, girl yeah. could be Danny. Yeah. D A N I. There you go. <laughs> I'm already spelling their dog's name. See. I, I could picture it. Now, I don't know. I don't know how she'll end up, but I, I do think it's smart for her to take a little time to just, like, figure that out before she does jump into it with Jack and break his heart. No, somehow. I agree, yeah. 
But it, she's never had time to figure much of anything out. Mm-hmm. Even when she thought revenge was over, right? She was not planning on Margot to be this huge threat. Of course not, because who thought Margot was going to end up doing this? Yeah. Nobody. I never really trusted her. Honestly, I don't trust anyone except for Nolan and Emily. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, just you can't trust about them all. Somebody who does their hair the way Margot did her hair, <laughs> you can't trust that person. I never liked her either. I really just never liked her. I no, I that. never really did. Yeah. she was. I think she was a better human when she was with uh, Jack originally than mm-hmm. when she was with Daniel. And then she things have just gotten so dark and twisted for her, I don't even think she recognizes herself anymore. Yeah. She probably at one point was a decent person. No longer. Because she just killed somebody. Speaking of which, when she does kill Lyman... What well, she doesn't... She didn't kill well, Lyman, but... She, but she kind of... Her actions yeah. Her actions kill Lyman. What's the deal with Louise's reaction to that? She's like, yes, she's in shock, but no one comes home and... She's like, okay, he's just passed out after a few too many drinks in our living... Or in well, here's the thing. You have to understand, like, she just... She literally stood up and caused, you know, I would say one of the biggest arguments that they've ever had over him saying that, you know, he's changed. I wish he could see the side of him, etc. And now he proves her wrong, right? Lyman does, not Nolan. To the fact that, you know, she has to protect Nolan's life the way he's protected her life. And out of this, he's dead. And, and, and because of these actions, it has led to the death of her brother. And so you now not only have to admit that someone died, but that Nolan was right. right all along, yeah. Completely. But what I'm curious about is what does she think is going to happen? Like, well, I... Sorry. No, I just think she wanted to tell him in the beginning when she said, you know, I did something bad. I think her intentions were to tell him, but then once he, like you said, you know, she didn't want to prove him right and he came out and apologized and was like you know it's your family you're right blah 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 and then I think she felt like crap now I can't tell him like what happened because then he's just gonna be mad at me again maybe I think she was thinking that like you should have listened to me in the first place I was right blah 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 well it's, it's like she's she's gonna be a continual screw up for the rest of her life uh, you know someone's always looked out for her and told her she's been she's wrong 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 and so you know she you know, in this case with him, she just didn't want a parental figure. She wanted someone equal to her. It, it was really sad to watch her watch him fall the way that she watched her father fall. Like, yeah, I know it wasn't that's a staircase, but it was, like, such a, a strange parallel for mm-hmm. her. And I think she's probably just so broken at this point that I, I really don't even know how she would have had that conversation with Nolan. Yeah. She's going to have to have it because inevitably either she lifted him and dragged him into the room or there's nobody in there's the room. There's no yeah, way. She true. even said she had Aunt and me feebles. Yeah, yeah. No body it, To me, it almost seemed like she was trying to convince herself that this didn't happen. Like, oh, yeah, he just had too many drinks. He's like, in her mind, that's what she would rather have had happen. So she didn't want to deal with it at the time and... Like made up the story, but here's the you know uh, if you guys are wondering like if he's gonna end up in the room he can't he's just gonna he woke up from his drunken whatever and went outside and fell off a cliff. Yeah. That's what you know the story that oh we're that's gonna what to, she's gonna try that's to what we're gonna, yeah that's what we're gonna but try to pass off. How close in an autopsy can you get to somebody's time of death? Because I'm pretty sure you can get like almost exact. Yeah, and how much did he did he even drink at the party? It didn't look like it. Yeah. So, so maybe well, I think that the autopsy is going to show that more than anything. But yeah. the smarter question would be: Did she go down there and get the file that he had? 
yeah. or not? Is she trying to set him up and show what he did, or what is she going? What's the story that no, she's actually No, because I think if the cops actually looked at that, then Nolan, it would be incriminating evidence for right. You That's know. true. She probably threw it in the water. The smartest thing that she could do is come clean to Nolan, so that Nolan can start cleaning up this mess while she goes to bed. Like, That's true, which yeah, I, I know that sounds ridiculous, but honestly, if she had just sat there and said, "Listen." Lyman came. You were right. He was pulling files off. We fought over it. He fell over the cliff. Obviously, she says it with more tears in her eyes. Yeah. He's dead. I don't know what to do. Nolan's like, okay, beep, boop, beep, boop. Emily, come on over. Yeah. we got to deal with something. And Emily comes over, like the two of them who are superheroes, by the way. Emily, yeah. comment. Emily's, Emily's dealing with Jack, though. You have to also understand timeline-wise. As if, as if Emily wouldn't come over when she hears that Lyman's dead. And I just think that, I don't know why she didn't tell him, because Nolan is not the type of person to be like, oh, I told you so, and right, rub it right, in their right, face. Right. Like, he really cares about the people in his life. So he would have helped her, and he wouldn't have judged her at all. I'm obsessed with their relationship. That's why, like, I, I'm nervous about this, because I really need her to be honest with him so that they have a chance of lasting. Because mm-hmm. we've kind of started getting into territory where they might have romantic feelings for each yeah, other. that's true. Which would be just incredible, because I think when best friends end up together, it's great, and they do seem like best friends. Friends, uh, at this point so who knows maybe it crosses into that territory I just love them and if she lies to him about this I think that he won't be able to forgive her or trust her yeah that's true and finally he does trust her after so long mm-hmm. and he even admits tonight you know he doesn't it's a tricky relationship yeah he yeah. does yeah. say he's attracted to her mm-hmm. that's true we've never heard that yeah so. yeah it's interesting with him because we've seen him with men we've seen him with women we've seen him with people he didn't care about we've seen him with people he did care about and this just seems to be like the most genuine connection he's had and somebody. unexpected yeah. for him but he did say no one finds me attractive when I have this ring on so he clearly is not fully there Committed. with her absolutely but I could see it happening. Yeah. Well, because he doesn't need to be yet. You know, it's not like they've been dating forever. They Their first date was, was so their rushed. wedding. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it, maybe after you date somebody for a few months, you know a little more. Is After all, isn't that what dating is? Yeah. Jack tells Emily. <laughs> They're just dating while married. So there you go. Anything else about tonight's episode that we might have missed? Trying to, trying to look over everything. but No, I, I for think. For the most part, we covered a lot. I think that we're good. Um, poor Wes. I, Wes, this actor just came in for this little part. The fact that you just said poor Wes makes me a little nauseous. Though. Yeah. <laughs> His face in the police car was like, I know, Burr. like staring at her. Just <laughs> he, like, he didn't even know who Emily was, and he like came at her with yeah. a freaking club. Well, she did say, I'm the, I'm like your work, whatever. I'm, I'm the person nightmare. you don't want to mess with. And if I were him, I'd be like, all right, and walked out. <laughs> Like, yeah, what, but it what is issue revenge. does he have with her? Like, what point would he have to mess with her? Yeah, why? Like, yeah. it's not like you know. I think that he probably was abusive to his ex because some sort of power thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is a random girl. Yeah, in but, a public place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you don't know, and she just told you you don't want to mess with her. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> but then again, I wouldn't abuse anybody. Yeah, so <laughs> can't really put myself in that mindset. Amazing. Um, let's see. There were some great lines by Lo- Nolan. Uh, whenever you have betrayal, just make sure to give yourself an extra 15 minutes. <laughs> My favorite line of the night was Emily's line to her dad saying, What the hell, dad? 
when she finds him on the boat. And I was like, that just, she sounds like a teenager. I know. Uh-huh. Like, it's amazing to see her kind of have, like, you were talking about, a little bit of a normalcy to her yeah. life. Like, what the hell, Dad? It's like, who just said that? Like, what? How about the, um, even though we don't like Natalie, but her line, like, the best part about picking up a girl for a party is you get to bring her home. I know. So scandalous. I know. <laughs> I actually really like that. <laughs> Hashtag, a little bit slutty. Yeah. That's okay. Happens to us. I, I need her to be gone. Her and Margo can go tag team somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. But she laid it out pretty well because even, even she says, you know. Uh, yeah, she did. She laid it all out there. <laughs> she did, because she even mentioned the bruises. Yes. You know, I'm clumsy and I bruise easily. So she oh. was setting herself up to have bruises for later. Oh, that's and true. And he wouldn't uh, get suspicious. Yeah. I didn't that, catch that. Yeah, smart. Boom. Look at Phil paying attention. I watched Gone Girl last night, and it reminded me all of it. Right. <laughs> this reminds you of that? Yeah, when she ripped her sleeve, I'm like, I know what she's doing, because I just saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, there are a lot of similarities, actually. Mm-hmm. There you go. Go see that movie. All right. Um, why don't we head into some predictions? And now, you're after Buzz TV. So next week, by the way, we were supposed to get the red sharpie. We got a mention of the red sharpie in tonight's episode. We didn't yeah. quite get the red sharpie. We just did. FYI. Once you uncap the red sharpie, it's really hard to recap it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it's not. Just <laughs> good no. work. Thanks. Uh, next week we see Emily fighting a man. We don't know who. What did that you look really like couldn't tell. I don't know. At first, I was like, "Is that Ben?" And then I was like, "Is that David?" Maybe, he had brown hair. I was thinking maybe it might be Margot's PI. See, oh. I was thinking that too, because because his from the back he looks. What if similar. it's Wes or Wes two point oh? But Wes has long hair. hair, and Wes is in. He got jail. a haircut. <laughs> we also, I think, we're supposed to this season see some people from past seasons, so maybe they're not trying to tell us so who. It is. Lydia. Lydia, put the wig on. <laughs> no, um, Mason Treadwell. Yeah. He looks okay. a little too fit grown, for Mason Treadwell. Who's grown much taller, apparently. <laughs> And out of prison. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. the thing. He's a, he was a tall, tall man, and the only tall person that kind of out of the out of the men that we know ben? of is Ben. Yeah, but why on earth are Ben and Emily fist fighting? Right, that's, that's why it's I actually a love scene. Yeah, you don't know. People are into some weird things these days. That's, that's why it made sense if it was the PI. Yeah. Yeah. He's just going to physically come after her after she just keeps outsmarting them. And we do keep seeing the PI over and over yeah. again. No mention of his name or anything, but he shows yeah. up. Uh, Emily and, and uh, Margo have kind of a face-to-face, or so it looks like, at least. And then Margo gets hit by a car. So that happened. I don't, David Clark almost got hit by a car at earlier part of the season. I remember? don't think yeah. she's going to die, but I think her baby will die. Yeah, and I thought Ooh. that from the beginning. As soon as she got pregnant, I'm like, she's I not going to yes. yeah, keep this baby. It's going to die. I thought she was going to have a miscarriage when she was so stressed that that one point in, you know, a couple episodes ago after Daniel died and stuff, I thought... Remember when she like went down to the prison or to the um, police officers, the station or whatever, yeah. and like passed out and all that stuff. Right. I thought she was gonna have mm-hmm. a miscarriage, but maybe this time the car will just help her out with that. Maybe she'll have a miscarriage and then not tell anybody she had one, so people still think she's pregnant. She and, like, would do like something that. like that. Yeah, yeah. Totally. totally. But eventually she's got to get like a little bit bigger. The fake belly going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she'd do that. Beyonce belly. That's yeah. Arrested Development type stuff. Yeah, she pull the fake belly move for sure. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I'm scared about her getting hit by a car. Any shot at all that she dies? No. I hope so. I don't, I don't think she dies. It would be too easy. Yeah, especially when we had so many deaths in the last yeah. few 
weeks. I, I think that'd be too soon. Yeah, how and then there was a gun to Emily's head too. Sorry, I just remembered something. That was part of the fight. Oh, that that's part of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I would fight somebody who put a gun to my head too. Maybe it was a practice. Maybe Ben came up like trying to see how quick she could be in. That's she's true. Like, boom, 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 or boom. maybe it looks like, like it was a weird setting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it has to do with Margot. What do we do about Jack? The car. What do you mean? What do we do about Jack? Well, he's the Achilles heel. Yeah, I don't know. We saw Jack's babysitter tonight. Maybe there's going to be some romance there. I think Jack needs to be alone for a while. But he did say to Emily, like, I'm not going to wait. Yeah. So that was kind of foreshadowing. He shouldn't wait. Yeah, he shouldn't, no. But you also shouldn't go after the first person that's available. No. Why not? (laughs) You know what? That's where you and I differ. Uh, that's just, it's so different. easy. I mean, they're just there, so it's called a rebound film. Yeah. Come on, not that you can really rebound hashtag from somebody you weren't slutty. with. <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. He, he said hashtag slutty, but he was still referring to just Natalie. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. yeah, of course. All right, guys. So, um, what a great episode. In the meantime, thank you guys for joining us on another Revenge After Show. All right, I'm going to call it on air right now. Who's committing to next week? I'll be here. Roxy's here. I'll Tina Cap is here. Yes. You're here? I'm not sure. Yeah. I want to <laughs> be here, but if I'm not in town. Well, we'll have a rotating panel. This this show is revenge. It's it's tricky. It's up in the air, so we'll rotate for you We guys. try to keep you guys on your toes, just like the show. Good one. Good work. Clever, <laughs> <laughs> Tina Cap. I see what you did there. <laughs> All right. Well, where can the people find you, Britta? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Britta underscore Garso. And Tina Cap. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Tina Cap. You guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And of course, here at Afterbus TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, shout out to Sky Stryer for making, sister. A, making the trek out and enjoying <laughs> some Afterbus shows. And shout out to you guys at home watching, listening. Uh, watching. That's a good one. They're, they're, they're watching and listening. Mm. They're watching. Yeah. It's uh, a new one. It is a new one. We'll see you here next week for another Revenge After Show on Afterbus TV. Woo-hoo! From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.